Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you're subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their top five actionable life lessons with you all in hopes to inspire you to take more action in your life and find your true purpose. Today I have such an incredibly humble guest. Her name is Nada Lina and she is the founder and CEO of Rise Up For You, Leadership and Career Confidence Co and TEDx motivational speaker. With over 10 years of experience as a college professor and former top executive for an education corporation, Nada understands the importance of fusing education, empowerment and leadership together as she works with her clients and speaks to audiences worldwide. It's a collective effort needed from all parties. No company, adult or young adult can be left behind. This world needs us at our best. In this episode, Nada Lina shared her top five life lessons, which has helped her grow into the amazing servant leader that she is today. And here they are. The first one is nobody can love you more than the way you can love yourself. Number two, don't follow shiny objects. Number three, you got one life. Make the most out of today. Number four, people matter. Surround yourself with a positive tribe. And number five, the way you show up is everything. Without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hey, Nadalila, thank you so much for being on the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I am super, super honored and grateful to have you on my show. I've been looking forward to this conversation for such a long time since I found you on Clubhouse. So for all my listeners, they know that where does Sadiq get all of these amazing epic guests on his podcast? I'm like, hey, I'm a networker. Like I talk to people, I give value, I support people and then they come back and support me. And so Nadalina is someone that I met on Clubhouse. She was crushing it when I first got on Clubhouse. I just see her in all these rooms constantly like pinging everybody. When I started following her, she was just pinging me all the time, trying to join her room and it was always at the wrong time. But I heard some of the wisdom and the value that she was sharing and I loved it. And I reached out and I was like, hey, Nadalina, like your wisdom is amazing your story your journey some of the stuff that you're sharing it just resonates with me and I really want you to come on my podcast and share your life lessons with my audience and so here we are so Nadalina please introduce yourself to my audience and my and my guests and tell them a little bit about yourself and then I want to go straight into like I'm going to just zip up and just feel like I just want to learn from you today <laughs> awesome well thanks for having me so you want me to brag okay let's see <laughs> So uh, again, my name is Natalina Nasruddin. I'm the CEO and the founder of Rise Up For You. And what we do is we get the great honor of working with corporations and individuals around the world on human skills. So all those really, really, really important skills that we often ignore that make up the bulk of our success. So that's our confidence, leadership, emotional intelligence, empathy, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And again, we get the great honor of being in 15 countries and working with both companies and individuals on these skills. TEDx speaker, number one best-selling author, 40 Under 40, and here with you sharing my message. Love it. I love it. And just all of that bio of yours is just like enough for everybody listening and watching on YouTube right now to just be like, this is someone that I got to listen to. This is someone that's very influential. This is someone that's making an impact in the world. So I just want to once again say I'm super grateful to have your time. Um, um, you. um, and I really just want to, um, want to go straight into just listening and learning from your wisdom and your life lessons because your experience is definitely has, has helped me already, but it's going to help me a lot more while I'm, I'm on my coaching journey as well. So go for it. I want to, I want to know what, what, what would you say is your first, or actually tell everybody what all of, all of your five life, life lessons are. 
and then kind of go straight into each one of them much, much deeper. Okay, five. I have about 50, but I'll give you five. <laughs> I'll give you the five that come top to, top of mind for me today. So the first one is no one is going to love you and believe in you the way that you are for yourself. Okay, so that's like first and foremost before anything. No one's going to love you and believe in you the way you're going to do it for you. Okay, so that's the first one. The second one is don't follow shiny objects. And we will talk about that a little bit later. The third one is you only get one life, no day but today. Don't waste mm. it. The fourth one is that people matter. So surround yourself by a positive tribe. When we'll, again, we'll dive more into that. And the fifth one is the way that you show up is everything. Oh my days. I'm so excited. This is, those are we are done? Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the five, they like say, wrap up. That's it. The end. Like, cause that, those are those five things that you shared, every single one that you was talking about just kind of clicked in my mind. Cause it's, it, it, it's at some point in the last six years of my journey in personal growth, mindset, business, it's just really impacted me. Every single five thing you just shared has impacted me a lot. But this is today is your show. Today today is your time. Your your time to shine. So I, I'm I'm honestly going to just zip up and I want to listen and learn from you. Yeah. So I mean, ever since I was young, I really recognized that the biggest challenge today, and, and I'm actually doing a whole TED talk on this in June. But the greatest tragedy today is wasted human potential. And the reality is, is that unfortunately, most individuals are walking around not feeling enough. And, you know, our company, one of the one of the main like trainings and coaching that we do is confidence. It's career confidence, right? People that don't believe in themselves, that don't really fully love themselves. And they're depending on other people to give that to them. Mm. But just like I said, no one's going to love you the way that you love you. No one's going to believe in you the way that you believe in you. So if you're not doing it for yourself, seeking outside of you is not going to help. And so you really have to start like the best thing that anybody can do for their children and for themselves is build that inner deep confidence and self-belief because all things action start there. If you're not taking action, if you don't feel motivated, if you didn't write that book, if you didn't build the business that you wanted to build, if you didn't raise your hand in a meeting, if you didn't ask for the promotion, there's a confidence challenge that's there that's happening that we need to break through. So like my company in the last six months, we assessed over a thousand professionals that are actively working. 82% of them said that their number one challenge was confidence. Wow. So they had imposter syndrome. They didn't feel enough. They had a ton of self-doubt that was crippling them. Perfectionist mindset. And the reality is, is that you got to believe in you first. Otherwise, you're never going to get to where you want to be. You know, so true, because if you, just to give you an insight to my journey, Adelina, over six years ago, you know, you were talking about confidence. Now people see me as the confident, like, coach and the taking action guy and the TEDx speaker. But over six years ago, I used to be super shy. I had eight friends, couldn't speak to a woman to save my life. And all I was doing is playing Call of Duty, going to work in the bank, coming back home, eating, sleeping and repeating the same life every day. I, I had no purpose. I didn't know what I want to do in my life. And I was just scared to speak to women for some stupid weird reason but I believe it was because of that introversion that I had that the fact that I was just worried about other people's opinions and I had so much imposter syndrome myself but I also had a lot of self-doubt not not a lot of self-confidence because I was living my life worrying too much about what other people were thinking about me and what they will think if I start for example making content what was which was my the beginning of my journey when I started making videos one day I was like screw it I just asked myself a question what would I do or what, what if, if I was 10 times bolder today, like right now, what would I do? 
Like, why should I care about the opinions of others if they're not going to be living my life? And I was just like, one day I just had a shift. I don't know what it was. This through my through my personal growth. And I just had a shift and thought, I just want to I just want to share this wisdom. I want to share this this knowledge from the books. And then I just started making videos. So it just reminded me of that because my whole my whole journey started from being shy. And I know how those people that you train now, uh, how they think and how they are right now, because that's exactly what I was struggling with. But number two is what I teach people now in my coaching is like, you can actually learn anything because confidence is just a skill. It's not something everybody was born with. Yeah. And yes and no. So I, I agree with that. I agree that it's a skill, but I do believe that people are born with it, but they're instantly impacted when they're born by their environment. Mm. So everyone is born with confidence, like, right. So when babies fall a thousand times before they get to walk, they don't just sit on their bum and say, oh, I guess I'm not going to walk for the rest of my life. Like they keep getting back up. Right. Yeah. But what happens is that depending on the family that you're born in, depending on the culture, depending on the people that are around you, depending on the schooling, the demographic, the city that you're born in, it instantly takes an impact on your confidence. And then what it does is it creates a layer of limiting belief and doubt and programming on the inner beauty that you have, like your infinite potential as a human being. And so most of us, we never get to that infinite potential because we have all this stuff on top of us from 20, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years that we don't even know exists anymore. We just think it's a part of us. Like we wear it as our skin and it's not. And so, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's, it's really the, the number one thing. And that's why I said at first that we need to cultivate as individuals to really be our best. I love that. Okay, so what would you say, someone listening or watching right now on YouTube, what's like two things, just like two actionable things they can do right now today, right now listening or watching, that they can go away and start implementing that those two action steps so they can become more confident? Yeah, I'm going to give you a big one first, and then you'll get some of them a, a little bit later because okay. they're going to tie in. But the first one is called reverse engineering. And like, it's not an easy step. It's like the reality is, is that confidence, self-confidence, true confidence, it takes a lot of work. It's not a one day, you know, write in my journal type of thing, but it's called reverse engineering. That's the first step that I give to everybody. So what I say is like, grab your journal, get your journal out, draw a line right in the middle of it. And on one side, I want you to put as many limiting beliefs that you can think of that you have about yourself that are hindering your success right now. So it might be, I'm not good enough at my job. I'm not a great leader. I suck at public speaking. Uh, my boyfriend doesn't love me. Whatever it is, just like put all those beliefs down. And then on the other side, put, I remember when. And I want you to try to trace back where does that belief or that thought come from? Mm. So if you don't think you're a good enough leader, why? Where did it come from? Did someone tell you that? Was it in the past job? What's the experience that surrounds it? Because in order for us to move through our programming and our beliefs and our self-doubt, we have to pinpoint where it comes from. And once we pinpoint that, we can recognize and take back the power. And now we can decide, do I want Bobby Jane to still have that power over me that said I wasn't a good leader? Or am I going to take that back and rewrite my story? And that's really the first step. Yeah, and I think that's definitely the most powerful step. It's something that I also did, you know, because I had to trace back to look at, okay, what are the things that I'm worried about? What, why do I care about what people think? Why am I Absolutely. worried? Why am I stressing? Why 100%. Am I... Yeah, I love that step. So powerful. Okay, awesome. But what would you say is the, is the next kind of life lesson that you've... Uh, the next one is, uh, you know, don't follow shiny objects. And so mm -hmm. what I mean by that is 
you know, in society, we're taught to, we're taught what success is, right? It's like success yeah. is like the big six figure, seven figure, eight figure job, money making, it's owning a home, it's Louis Vuitton bags, it's being that influencer, it's having a million followers, it's all these things. And we as individuals, we get distracted by those shiny objects. So we spend so much of our life trying to get to these things that we think are success. And then we get there and we recognize that, that's not really what I wanted or it's not in alignment with me or it doesn't really fulfill me. Right. So like clubhouse is a perfect, but small example. It's like, I can't tell you how many people are like, Oh, I went into this room with a thousand people, but they were so mean in there. And like, well, why did you stay there? Well, there was a thousand people. I'm like, but so what? So they got distracted by the fact that there was a lot of people in that room, but then it didn't feel good to them and they stayed there. So you see, we do things all the time that are not in alignment so don't get, don't get distracted by shiny objects that look appealing or that look attractive. It's like, follow your heart, follow the things that are in alignment for you, even if they're not big and bold and beautiful, you know, even if they're small wins, even if they're just fulfilling for you, that's the course that you want to take. I mean, I learned this lesson at a really young age. So I am, you know, I hate to say it, but it's true. When I was 12 years old, I was a little bit of a bully. Right. And that's because I was bullied. So what happens when you're a kid, you're bullied, then you, you mimic. Right. So I was a little bit of a bully when I was 12 years old. And I remember like always going home and thinking, like, that doesn't feel good. Why do I do that? You know, at 12, like, mm -hmm. why am I doing that to that girl? Why am I doing that to that boy? And then one day, like, I just remembered, I watched it happen to two people and it, it like, it shifted my mind. It, it really made me feel bad watching somebody else bully another person and I literally went back home and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I got the phone number of every 12 year old kid that I bullied. There was two of them. And I called them and I said, I'm so sorry that I ever bullied you, that I made fun of you. Please, please, please forgive me. I'll never do anything like that again. And ever since I was 13 years old, when I went from ninth grade on, I never walked the path of any other person but myself. And I'll tell you, I was like homecoming, nominated for homecoming, nominated for prom, nominated for winter formal. I was the varsity cheer captain. And I would sit in the choir room with students that had disabilities and hang out and eat my lunch. And I just jammed <laughs> yeah. because they were kind, they were authentic. And we were like that fit. Yeah. Non-judgmental, right? Yeah. Love that. So that would be number two. Awesome. And just just a little bit, like just to add to that a little bit, I think it's so powerful what you said about, you know, when when people are young, because there are people that I know as well that, you know, they they were also bullies, but they only bullied people. That was amazing what you said. They only bullies bully people because they were bullied. You know, that's like a tongue twister there, but it's so true, right? Because when you're bullied in your life, you kind of mimic that, as you said, you see other people do it. So you're like, oh, okay, if they're doing it, let me go and do it to other people. So it makes me feel good as well, because it looks like they're having fun and it feels good to them. So uh, what would you say to somebody listening or watching that may even still be a bully today, or they may they may find that in their life, a lot of people don't like them because because I don't know, they may be rude or very straightforward or aggressive in some way. Yeah, I think that people, they like to use this this excuse of like, well, I just tell it how it is. I'm just yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, that's what right? I, mean. I mean, I'm just truthful. I'm authentic. And that's BS. Like the reality is, is that honesty without compassion is cruelty, mm. point blank. So yeah. there's none of this like, oh, I just tell it how it is. 
well, you can still be truthful. You can still tell it how it is and have a kindness to you. And I'm guilty. Like I, I sometimes yeah. I still struggle with that, right? Like I have to learn that my style of communication sometimes is a little bit more direct for people. And so that's why it's so important to have empathy and vulnerability and just be open. So sometimes when people say, oh, that was harsh, you have to be able to say, okay, well explain, you know, what can I do better? You know, but honestly, without compassion is cruelty. So if you're going around using the excuse, well, I just tell it like it is, that doesn't make it okay. Mm-hmm. You can still be real and still be kind at the same time. Absolutely agree. And uh, yeah, I love that you mentioned that because I think, yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. There are people that are just like, well, I like to be straightforward and I don't care. No, it's okay. It's okay to be straightforward. There's nothing wrong with it. But but you know, be have empathy and 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 be be wise around your surroundings and the environment that you're in. Because although you may be like that, other people are not. Some people are very. I mean, I come across I, now that I'm a coach. You know, I realize that so many different. Everybody's different in their own character and personality. Some people are very sensitive. I didn't realize because I also got in trouble and I learned this the hard way. Because you know, you if you're, for example, you're coaching people, you're mentoring, or just friends in general. You got to understand that some people are very sensitive and they don't like your straightforward. They like the go around the bush and make them feel comfortable and happy and nice and like just be more loving and kind towards them and have compassion rather than just go take action, man. Just go and do it. Why are you being so lazy? No, no, no. You can't do that to some people. It's not going to happen. It right. actually hurts their feelings and, and they hate you after that. <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that would, is, you know, my life lesson number two. Uh, the third one is life is short. Don't waste it. I mean, it's really just that simple. When people ask me like what motivates you every day, I don't have like this big list. It's like my breath. That's it. Like I, it's not complex. It's like, you know, when I wake, whenever I go to bed, I thank God that I got to see another day. And when I wake up, I'm like, Oh, thanks God for another day of breath. Let's go like be my best. Like that's really just what it is, you know? And so I think that sometimes we forget that we forget that, the gratitude is in the fact that we are alive and breathing and living. That's where, that's where the gratitude is, right? It's not like in all the small things that are around us. And so like, that really is the most important thing is life is short, you know? And like, for me personally, like my father passed away at 27 years old. It was super heartbreaking. My mom passed away when I was 31 years old. So by the time I was 31, both of my parents had passed away and they were amazing, gorgeous, beautiful people, but they passed before their life was done, in my opinion. And I think they might say the same thing. And so I I think that it's important for us to recognize that tomorrow is not guaranteed. And so you really have to live every day as if it's your last, because that's really the key to success is that God forbid, if something happened to me tomorrow, I'd be able to say, I did good, Mm -hmm. period. I did good and I feel good. Yeah. Those two sentences you just said are the most powerful things anybody can say in the morning, right? Like just, I feel good and I done good. And as I like to teach people, as long as you hit the you hit your head on the pillow every night and you just you can say to yourself, nobody else, you can say to yourself that hey Sadik, you I'm proud of you today. You did your best. That's it. Like that's all you can ever do. Nadalina, you did your best today. That's that's all you can do. Your best every single day. Um, that's the most powerful way that number one you can we can in, in, include that gratitude into our life. But number two, just have that feeling of like, we're human, we're normal, you know, like we're not, we're not some robots, we're not, we're not like a different type of machinery, we're just human, like we have emotions, we're allowed to feel like someone said to me today, um, you know, like they, they, they cried yesterday. And I said, that's okay. It's normal. I've cried. You know, like crying is normal. It's okay for you to cry. So it's okay for you to feel your emotions. 
but just don't let those emotions get the get the better of you for a long period of time that's when it's not okay because right. at the end of the day with your thoughts you can change your thoughts and your thinking and your emotions can change through those through that way of thinking but just don't get trapped into staying in that one emotion for a long period of time other than if it's happiness compassion joy love empathy that you can stay in for the rest of your life right because it creates toxicity right and i think mm-hmm. sometimes we forget that as well definitely absolutely yeah. i agree so my fourth lesson is um people matter right? The people that you surround yourself with are very important. So I know most of us are familiar with Jim Rohn. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That's absolutely true. You're a product of your environment. And so surrounding yourself by good, positive, like-minded people. Now, like-minded doesn't mean that you all agree all the time and you think the exact same thing. Like you like to have challenge in your life. You need to have it. But it means that like-minded people when it comes to your core values, right? Mm -hmm. So they want to be the best version. They believe in growth. They believe in kindness, right? So there's those values there that, that you have in your tribe. And that's very important because it can bring you down. It can take you back and it can make you not feel good. And so I think it's important to have a solid tribe of people that have that positive support for you. Mm hmm. And I see you building that like crazy on Clubhouse, which is which is amazing to see because I see it. Like I've seen when you started off with small rooms, because I remember when I joined, you know, you were just in all of you were in loads of rooms, but you were always on the stages and you're always giving your bit of value and your and your piece of love and, and wisdom. And then I just see you hopping from room to room and you're just always there. You're always like one thing I like about you, or actually one thing I love about you is the fact that you're just as I like to have on the on my on my podcast, you're the, you're a true servant leader, in my opinion. Like you just want to serve, you want to give, you want, that's what attracted, like, I just don't invite anybody to my podcast, right? I'm sure everybody knows that. Right? <laughs> don't invite Tom, Dick and Harry and say, hey, come be on my podcast because I need a guest this week. No, if I don't have a good guest, I'm just my own guest. Like I just do my own episode that week. But I invite people like yourself because honestly, I'm an, em- I'm an empath. So I feel people's energy. I d- I've never met you. I never met you before this podcast. Right, uh, sorry, right. before, before on Clubhouse, right? I met you from Clubhouse from just your voice. But then I went and followed you on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else. Then I got to see your content, you know, because I was consuming more. But I already loved your energy from the audio. It was from the audio that took me to the video that took me to, okay, now I'm a visual person, right? M- myself, I'm a visual person. So I learned from, from watching stuff. So when I saw your videos, I can pretty much like that can like really find out from someone's energy on a video if they're a good, genuine, authentic person. And it's something that people say, are you sure you're not just, you're not just judging people? Saturday? I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I am not judging people because I don't, I'm not, I don't just like send hate towards them if I don't like them. I just don't follow their content. It comes back to yeah. surrounding myself with the right people. It's if energy. I don't like the energy, I don't surround myself with them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's important. It's very important. And so I think that sometimes, uh, well, I would encourage everyone to do, to do a tribe check, mm-hmm. you know, who are the five people that you spend the most amount of time with and how do they make you feel? And if you don't have, you know, good things to say, then it's time to make a shift. Now that doesn't mean cut people out of your life. So that I don't agree. I mean, I hear people all the time, like cut them, get rid of them. And it's like, well, no, I mean, they're human beings, right? But you got to minimize your time with them right? You have to be able to put boundaries around that person because if they don't make you feel good, then yeah, you got to put some boundaries around that. And then you need to bring in people that you can spend more time with that make you feel good, that are positive, that can support you, that can challenge you in a positive way. Mm -hmm. So for sure, I, I would say, so that's number four. And then the fifth one is the way you show up is everything. 
So, you know, you never know who you're going to talk to. You never know who you're going to make an impact with. So I think it's really important. Like sometimes we forget how important we are. Right. Mm -hmm. So like we go into a grocery store and we give our money or our credit card to the cashier and we ignore them and we don't really ask about their day. And then we kind of like walk away and like we could have potentially made a really positive impact on that person by just saying, hey, how's your day? How are you feeling? Right. And so I think that we forget that the way we show up is really, really important. So that means like showing up with positive energy. That means being kind to people, being warm. That means putting yourself together. So not rolling out of bed and just kind of like waking up and because all of that stuff is representative of who you are and how you feel. So even now, like, you know, we're in COVID. I haven't left the house in almost a year. Every day I still put my earrings on. I still put my jewelry on. I put my out because it's for me to like show up as my best. Because when I go on camera and when I'm coaching my clients and I'm working with corporations and I explain to them how to show up and put your best foot forward, I can't be a hypocrite when I do that, right? I have to put my best foot forward as well, as well. So the way you show up is really, really critical in what you invite back from the universe. Thousand percent agree with you, honestly. Like I, I've been telling people as well during COVID, like why don't you, why don't you dress up anymore? Just because you're not going to the office to your job anymore or your business or you know wherever you're going for work, doesn't mean you don't dress up. Like I still sit here while I'm working, just like in my in, in a nice shirt every day. And, uh, uh, so someone said to me the other day, Sadi, your hair is always looking sharp, man. Like your hair is just always done. How are you doing? I'm like because I look after myself. I cut it. You know I. You have to look after yourself. Well, you do it for you. That's the difference, right? So when people are like, well, I'm not going to the office. Well, then it goes back to that intention of why do you get up and put yourself together? Is it for other people or is it for you? Right? So, I mean, you put yourself together, you cut your hair, you do it because it's for you. You make yourself, whether a thousand people see you or whether you just see you, (laughs) you're going to do the same thing. Right. And I think that's important. 100%. 100%. No, I love it. That That is definitely a really, really important one that I think a lot of people got a lot of value from because it is genuinely one of the most important ones that you shared. You know, just how you show up is so important because your first impression is it could be your last impression on someone. I always say you're a walk, walking billboard. Yeah. 100%. You're a walking billboard. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's so true. I'm just thinking about that myself. <laughs> Yeah. that is so yeah. powerful that was number five you just shared right that was number five we did it <laughs> wow, you smashed it on my day oh, seriously it went so quick and I feel like on my days like half an hour is gone already but before before uh, I end I end the show Natalina I always ask my guests this one last question and you will love this one because you pretty much you just said you're gonna go do one in, in June right so this question is, is a little bit deeper but I want you to answer it in one sentence and then after you said the sentence then you can elaborate on whatever it is that you shared so the question is this if, uh, sorry, imagine Nadalina is standing on a, on, on a massive TED stage, okay? Not a TEDx, like an independently one, the big one, you know, the TED stage. And there's 90,000 people in the room, 90,000, 90,000. 180,000 eyeballs are watching you. And right at the end, you want every single person in that room to just remember Nadalina for the rest of their life. Like something, some kind of a feeling or emotion, or as we both know as speakers, like how we make the audience feel is what they take away, not any other notes and uh, other value that we share. So what would be your last one sentence to these 90,000 people in the room that you want to leave them with to, to kind of have that impact in their heart for the rest of their life? That one's an easy one for me. <laughs> Do it at a daily basis, right? 
The greatest tragedy is wasted human potential. Don't let that be your story. That's it. So true. Powerful. Could you give us like a little bit of insight on that? Because honestly, that is just such a powerful statement by itself. But I could. Yeah, I mean, I just think that there's so much potential walking around in every infinite being. I mean, imagine if we all imagine if we all believed in ourselves and put our best foot forward, what type of world we would live in. Right. Mm -hmm. We would live in a much more sustainable, kind, friendly world, a global world that really had a handshake. And right now we're destroying ourselves on a multitude of levels. Right. We're disconnected from ourselves. We're disconnected from the earth. We're disconnected from animals. We're disconnected from other people. We're disconnected to our soul, our career. I mean, there's so much disconnectedness happening. And it all comes back to starting with the one person within, which is you, that infinite potential. We can't go out there and change the world unless we seek the potential within ourselves first. Mm. And that's the that's the biggest challenge today is not enough of us are doing that. Not enough of us are looking in and saying, how can I be my best today? So I, I really believe the greatest tragedy is wasted human potential. And I just want to say thank you for sharing that because it's such a powerful message that everybody watching or listening right now needs to hear, right, especially right now during the world. And I want to thank you for the service and the wisdom and the, and the value and the, the confidence that you're you know, bringing out in, into the people in the world. Because I honestly... I, Every single day when I have a guest on the podcast or every week that I meet someone new, I am like, they're part of my gratitude. You know, like I'm so grateful that the people that I surround myself with, it's only because of the people that I've surrounded myself with where I am today. It's because of those people, because I, I, I slowly distance myself from those friends and negative people in my life to be around people like you, to be around people that inspire me and that, that get me to be a better version of myself. Because I believe none of us are perfect. And I believe every single one of us have imperfections. But I also believe that there's no harm and there's, there's like we all should have humility and you know, kill that ego. I always say flush, flush your ego down the toilet every day, because at the end of the day, the, even the person that you hate can teach you something in your life. 100%. I totally agree with that. This has been oh. great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Natalina, how can everybody come reach out to you on which platforms you live? I'll share everything under the YouTube video and the podcast. Itself. Thank you. I'm everywhere. So you can find me on every social platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, at Rise It For You is the company. So you'll find that. And then you can also find me at Netalina underscore Rise on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn as well. So that's where you can find me. Please connect with me. Beautiful. And guys, as I always say every single week, please go and connect with her. Show her some love. Send her some love hearts. Send her some hugs. Send her some, some namaste signs. Like, go and send her some love because honestly, she's doing some great work out there. Natalina, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm super grateful and precious of your time. So um, I wish you a beautiful rest of your day and I'm looking forward to catch up with you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sadiq. Bye, everybody. Thank you. If you're still listening, I just want to say a massive thank you from the bottom of my heart. It truly means a lot that you're taking time out of your busy life to invest in yourself, to learn something new. And now, as a mentor of mine once taught me, teach it to others. Whichever platform you use, share whatever you've learned today with someone else out there in the world. Because we all need to spread more growth mindset related content out there for people to learn and change their lives too. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends 
friends let others know that there are guests on here who are sharing wisdom that's going to change their life and i hope to see you on the next episode take care